Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we are having conversations that matter for wherever the military has taken you. We're bringing you stories from real military spouses who not only understand the challenges, they are harnessing the opportunities to build lives they can love. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps that will help you along your military life journey. Welcome everyone. This is Heather Campbell, and I am so thankful you have joined us here on the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we dive into the uniqueness of the military family journey by helping you build a life, a community, and a home you love when you are not in control of where you will call home next. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. If you are listening to this episode, it is 2023, and I am hoping that this year turns out different than previous years. I feel like the last few years, I've started with such excitement and such hope. And then, you know, some of the negative things that are coming from the pandemic seem to still carry forward. But I think that we are finally turning a new leaf. Good things are happening and we are starting to see what our new post-pandemic life looks like. So here's wishing you a very happy new year as we start off this year together. Today, we are going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. And I'm going to be honest, I really hate them. I don't like New Year's resolutions. I don't like the pressure. I don't like the term. There's so much around resolution culture that I hate, which is why I'm excited to talk about them today and give you a fresh perspective on New Year's resolutions and how we can be making changes. You know, that's a popular topic around New Year's, but really is something that we can be doing any time of the year. Now, before we get started, I want to make sure to say thank you to Armed Forces Bank. We will hear from them a little bit later in this episode, but again, we could not do what we do here at the Miller Housing Nation podcast without them. Now, let's dive right into it. When we're talking about New Year's resolutions, I know I already told you that I just hate that term, but ultimately, we're talking about making changes for the future, right? Now, it's a popular thing to do around the first of the year and starting something new. And, you know, maybe that's when you see gyms get really busy for a few weeks in January and then, you know, kind of die back down to their normal routine. And maybe even if you are somebody who practices Lent, maybe you have a a renewed vigor around Lent time and, oh, okay, that thing that I I tried for the new year, I'm going to try again for 40 days of Lent. Or maybe it's it's a new habit I'm going to get ready for the summer or ready for the next PCS or the next school year or whatever the next thing is, right? So when we're talking about New Year's resolutions today, I want you to keep in mind just changes you want to make. Obviously, this is a new year, so we're talking about New Year's resolutions with this current timing, but ultimately, changes you want to see any time of your life, any time of the year. There's no commitment. There's no requirement to do them the first of the year. There's nothing that says you can't start them January 14th or June 22nd. So let's get that out of the way first, that there is no expectation of starting new habits on January 1st. Also, if you have something you want to start, you can totally start it on December 28th, right? There's no rule for January 1st. Now, when you're thinking about things that you want to change, I'm going to walk you guys through a couple of steps of what to do. Maybe you haven't decided on your New Year's resolutions. How do you go about deciding those or or changes you want to make in general? Again, we're going to call them New Year's resolutions for the purpose of today's topic. But the first thing you want to do is really do a self-assessment and look at different areas of your life. Look at your finances, your relationships, your work. For me, look at your home clutter. Look at your routines. What do you have around you in your environment, in your relationships, in your habits that is no longer serving you well? What do you not want to still be doing? For me, I don't want to still be avoiding working out. Secrets out. I'm terrible at getting to the gym by myself. If there's a class that I am 
a regular at, I am so good at it with that accountability. But if it's up to just me, I'm terrible at it. Yep. There you go. I want to be not terrible at taking care of myself for the purpose of taking care of myself, right? So that's that's a habit that I have. I have not been exercising or taking care of my body. That is something that is no longer serving me well and I want to make a change too, right? Now, when you're looking around and, and thinking in your environment, what do I want to change? Maybe it's, I want to figure out how to make fancy coffee at home and save a couple dollars. Or maybe it's, I want to feel comfortable taking myself out for coffee. Maybe I want to get six hours of sleep instead of five hours of sleep, or I want to get an Audible subscription to listen to books, right? There's so many different things that could be part of your routine. Maybe it's, I want to start therapy so I can learn more about the way that I think and why I think that way and how to change it. Maybe it's repairing relationships. There's so many different things. So really take time to do that self-assessment, do that reflection of maybe it's journaling, maybe it's going for a walk, maybe it's just quiet meditation or prayer or, or whatever kind of thing you do to really check in with yourself and check in with your belief system, but really spend some time assessing what you want to change and why, right? I mentioned exercise for me because I have not been taking care of my body. For those of you who don't know, I had a heart surgery, minor surgery, but still technically a heart surgery um, a couple of years ago. So it is important that I take care of my heart, which I have not been doing. So that's like a super bad no-no, right? <laughs> you have to take care of your heart. And I had surgery in my 30s on my heart. So that is a priority that I need to bring back to the forefront. I need to be caring for my body. It has nothing to do with weight loss or body size or anything like that. It has to do with just the sheer fact that I need to be caring for myself well. Now, for finances, we had a, a period in time when finances were really tight. So we had to be very intentional with every dollar spent. So I was very dedicated to sales and making sure we were putting extra dollars towards debt that we had, that sort of thing, because we, the reason was we wanted to get out of debt. We didn't want to pay interest. We didn't want it to feel like this burden forever. So it wasn't necessarily a change in finances of, oh, we want to be independently wealthy, right? Although that would be great. It was to create a better foundation, a financial foundation for our family. Exercise for me is to take care of my heart. Getting better sleep is also to take care of my heart and to help with my stress level. So really look at what you want to change, you know, what areas are not where you want them to be and why do you want them to change? Do you want to exercise just because you want maybe a, a different size gene or, or whatever, right? You want to really look at the why behind those reasons because once you know your why, one, it holds you more accountable, but two, you can give yourself some grace for maybe not reaching your goals the way that you thought. If I thought my exercise needed to be so many days a week for, for so much time or, or you know, be able to run a certain amount, well, that's not necessarily actually lining up with my goal. My goal is to take care of my heart. So really measuring my cardiovascular fitness is going to be better. It doesn't have to be running. It doesn't have to be lifting weights. It doesn't have to be you know, a certain distance or a certain measurement, but how am I going to determine whether or not I'm reaching that goal? So keeping that why is going to help you come up with the next step, which is, of course, your goal. But how do you create behaviors that lead you towards that goal? Now, before we move on, I'm going to pause right here and we're going to hear a little bit from today's sponsor, Armed Forces Bank. A full service military bank committed to serving those who serve since 1907. Armed Forces Bank provides a vast array of affordable and easily accessible financial products to both active and retired military and civilian clients in all 50 states and across the world. When you're in the military, your needs are different and your banking should be too. 
That's why, no matter where you are stationed in the world, Armed Forces Bank strives to make everything from banking solutions to financial advice personal, valuable, and convenient for you with numerous services, including online and mobile banking tools to help you bank on your schedule. Okay, welcome back. Now, we talked a little bit about how do we determine these New Year's resolutions, i.e. the changes we want to be making. How do we really do that self-reflection, that assessment of what is no longer serving us well? What habits do we have that either we kind of want to leave in last year, we want to leave behind and not carry forward, or what is something that we aren't doing that we do want to start doing, right? Which takes us to how do we make those realistic changes? Now, when you're looking at where you are, Looking at your goal, that's sort of the first step, right? Is where do I want to be? Where am I now? You can't really start towards your goal without knowing where you're going. Think of it as your GPS, right? You you know where you are, you know where your destination is. Okay, now let's start developing that path in between where we are and where we want to go. When you are looking at how to make those changes, the first thing is, are you looking at something you need to add to your routine and your habits or something you need to subtract? I know that makes it sound so simple, but really Focus on what do you want to add or what do you want to take away and try not to overcomplicate it with, for example, I'm a dietitian. Diet is something that I talk a lot about how we eat, our habits of how we care for our bodies. I will hear clients say something like, I want to stop doing this and also simultaneously start doing this. Okay, those are actually two different goals, which is not bad. You can have more than one goal at a time. But when you're thinking of your changes that you're going to make to help you reach that goal, recognize that that is two different goals. So for me, I want to start exercising more and taking care of my heart. This is something I want to add to my routine, which means I'm going to need to find a way to add 15 to 20 minutes of getting my heart rate up once or twice a week. That's where we're going to start, right? And then from there, I can start looking at my calendar. Okay, what's a realistic time frame? Am I doing this before everyone's up in the morning? going to tell you right now, that's not happening. Is it something I'm doing after everyone's in bed? Is it something I'm doing after everyone's gone to school? And before I get ready for the day, I'm going to take 20 minutes and do, you know, a heart rate increasing activity. What does that look like? Where is that time frame? And starting small with, okay, I'm going to do this for 20 minutes twice a week. That's a realistic thing to be adding. Now, if this was something I was adding and subtracting of Oh, I'm going to stop sleeping in. Okay, well, this is two different goals, adding activity and stopping sleeping in. It's totally possible that I add activity, but also still sleep in. Or possible that I am great about not sleeping in, but I still don't add the activity, right? So recognize that when you're looking at those changes, look at those goals. Are you making a plan for each individual goal? Recognizing that some goals might feel like they're one, but there's actually two different behaviors you're working on. Maybe something you're adding and something that you're taking away. And you want to reach towards small, achievable goals, something like exercising twice a week for 20 minutes, something really, really simple. One thing that's also on my list for this year, you guys are just getting all of this insight, is I want to spend more time in my faith and reading and studying. So I have some things in place that are going to make that feel more possible. Now, waking up on January 1st and saying, I'm going to read for 30 minutes a day, you guys, that's just not realistic. That hasn't been in my routine. And I have three kids and a military husband. That is not realistic. I am not setting myself up for success. But I can spend five minutes a day, or maybe I can get audiobooks and I can start listening on carpool, right? Maybe on the way home, we listen to music. And on the way there, I listen to a book for 10 minutes. Small things like that, where you can start figuring out how can I start making small changes that lead to a large result? After a year, 
where will I be on my reading if I am regularly adding five or 10 minutes a day rather than adding a big goal and now I feel terrible because I didn't get my 30 minutes and I feel guilty? How do I set myself up for success? So think of that when you're looking at these New Year's resolutions, just to sort of recap, you want to do that self-assessment, figure out where you are now and what is that goal that you want to be working towards. Is it a behavior you need to add or something you need to take away? How do you create a way for realistic changes and small milestones? And then lastly, get accountability so that you can have that consistency. Have someone check in on you. Maybe it's a friend, maybe it's your spouse, maybe it is a an exercise class who's saying, hey, Heather, why weren't you here today? Okay, well, we missed you. Or hey, Heather, I'm reading that book with you. Did you get to chapter four yet, right? Create a way to have that accountability outside of yourself. Because in my experience and many friends that I've talked to, if I'm only accountable to myself, I'm just going to not do it. So find a partner, maybe not even someone who's doing that thing with you, but someone who's gonna ask you about it. When you see them at coffee, when you see them at school drop-off, they're gonna ask you about that goal. Share your goal and get that accountability to help you work towards that thing that you've already determined is really important for your quality of life. Again, thank you for being here. We have been talking about New Year's resolutions. There is no rule that says you can only do this in January or that it is only for a certain amount of time or that they have to be on a certain topic. It can be about finance or relationships or fitness or sleeping or rest or maybe just learning to be content and not worry. There's so many things that we can do to get ourselves closer to our goals get ourselves feeling more like the person we want to feel like and feeling like we are making big changes for our own lives in 2023. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and share with your friends. We appreciate the feedback and comments you share with us as we continue to support our military community. Thank you all so much for being a part of the Mill Housing Nation. We appreciate you. The Mill Housing Nation is where you will always have a community no matter where you are stationed.